so random. He's so goofy. He's so no random. No to let your goofy side show. I'm sorry, I'm being jacked. Uh, another time. Uh, hello and welcome to Buena Vista. My name is Ben and I am here in the complex where Netflix keeps its elite team of Twitter account operators. Hmm. Working on a dozen tweets about how a movie that Netflix commission made and is now promoting is so important and here's why. Here's Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi, this is everything. It's everything. <laughs> yes. When I see those two characters on screen and they're doing the thing that we're trying to get people to want, I think it's so valuable. Yeah. That is Crucial. so true. Yeah. Queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, diversity. Great. Representation. Amazing. Does it coincidentally align with our interests? Yes. yes. Absolutely. But that's coincidentally, that's what that means, is it's just a coincidence. Yeah. I get paid $150,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're one of those freelancers getting paid like $50. That's true. For like yeah. 40 hours of, yeah. You think they freelance their tweets? <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, they absolutely do. I got offered uh, a job doing that at some point. Um, oh. But they wanted you to work from an office in Sydney. So, I said, uh, No. And also Damn. that I would find that very embarrassing to do, so I'm not going to do that. You could have been making <laughs> gifts. I you could have been... Yes. I could yes. have said and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How many fucking tweets do they need a day? What are they... Well, they have a million Twitter accounts, so I guess. that's probably what takes all the work. And then they're all localized as well, so it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, writing in first person to describe how they think Netflix should make a sequel to a Netflix movie that, incidentally, they're already making a sequel for. It's Theo. Hey, hey Theo. How you going? I really did enjoy um, The Red Man with yeah. Ryan Reynolds. And, you know, I mean, I just, if if they made a Red Man 2, I, I might be so there for it, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Netflix, um, make this. And you're tweeting that from the Netflix yeah. account. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. And then I'm forgetting to log out before I tweet, uh, I want this on a shirt and it's a quietized uh, version of Ted Kaczynski's face that I've made. Yeah. And then it I'm is, immediately fired. I really like their, their in-house style of having a, a corporate Twitter account with like 100 million followers be like, oh, I personally love this. And you're like, who are you? Yeah. Who mm. the fuck are you? Who is <laughs> I here? Shut up. I hate that shit. And then Wendy's replies, same sis. Mm. And then- Gonna go home and watch you. Costco replies saying, miss me with that. Would you like 100 kilos of hot dogs? Sorry, uh, 200 pounds of hot dogs. <laughs> 190 pounds. Uh, sitting at a calculator, taking the number of minutes users have collo- collectively watched something and multiplying it by 10,000. It's Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Wow, can you believe that Red Notice starring Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson has been watched a collective 650 million hours since its release two weeks ago? Interesting that you listed the Mm. two male stars of that movie with three top-line stars. Yep. Hmm. Third one's from Israel. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Women don't do the same numbers on our tweet accounts, so... (laughs) Yeah, we've done our A-B testing, and uh, it turns out it's just dudes. Yep. Fuck. That that fucking shit where they're like, wow, unbelievable, 267 million hours have been watched of this movie is... I'm not one of those cinema is sacred type people or whatever but like that's fucking profane to me that is the occult to be like well a bunch of guys watch 37 minutes of it and then 
a bunch of guys watched two minutes of it and then some people watched it five times. And that's the same as people buying a ticket to something. Crack a lacking. Jesus Christ there. Was that your no. that your place? That's but, me. Oh wow. Lanina much? You all get storms down there as well? Crazy. Just now. Just now. La Nina. Am I right? You are right. Yeah, I think so. A lot of people mm. are saying the words La Nina to me lately. Yeah. Mm. I said it on the last episode. I keep uh, hearing this. Well, I, I like to say La Nina and then have somebody respond. Well, actually, it's a very mild La Nina. There's also the Shut Great up. Ocean sinkhole that's... Is it whatever. the dipole? Are they talking about the, the whatever, dipole. whatever dipole? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. buddy, I know about magnets. You don't have to fucking mm. tell me. It got plugged up with too many, uh, like, Amazon Alexa dots, Echo dots or whatever. Yeah. That's mm. fucking, fucking with the weather. That's fucking with the dipole, yeah. Ben, apparently, uh, Netflix... Well, I, I would know because I work here. Yes. Uh, Netflix mm. have changed their metrics from the previous uh, way that they used to measure them, which was roundly scorned by me, a guy who works at Netflix, which was that they used to count views of a movie by saying someone has watched at least two minutes of this movie. Mm -hmm. Oh. And so that was the basis for them saying, for example, that that movie Extraction directed by the Russo brothers with Chris Hemsworth in it, um, was like their most watched thing on the platform with, you know, 100 million plus views. But they're taking that on the basis of people who watched, like, didn't get through the opening credits. Yeah, yeah. two minutes is, you're nowhere near in there. And turned it off, uh, potentially. We wouldn't fucking know. Hey, um, just want to say, put this on the record, sometimes two minutes is enough. And huh. it's enough for both parties. It's enough then to know. everyone's happy. Yeah, it's and that counts as one. Sometimes it's not enough. I was going to turn off Dark City 1998 last night. Huh. You guys seen Dark City starring Kiefer Sutherland? Film. Directed I, by Australia's own... Alex mm -hmm. Proyas. That's mm -hmm. right. I was going to turn it off. I was like, this looks kind of weird. And then it was one of the greatest movies I've ever seen yeah, in my entire life. Yeah, fuck yeah, dog. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. I love any movie where it's nighttime all the time and it's raining all the time. Underworld. Same. Your favorite movie. Blade Runner. My Sleepless actual favorite movie. No, I think there's daytime yeah. sequences in Sleepless in Seattle for sure. Blade? Blade got daylight? I mean, yeah. he can walk in the daylight. That's one of the notable the features of Blade. He's the daywalker. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's I forgot it. That's true. Got me there. Mm. Uh, but they have actually changed their metrics now to say... We are basing it on cumulative hours watched. Other mm. thing. Yeah. Such a dirty. So you could just make it your is. movie longer <laughs> to boost that number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it's very um it's very shit. And like like you're saying, Ben, I just I think like they're they're sort of desperate to conjure up some kind of figure that is is in some way comparable to the way everybody used to think about movies, which was this many people showed up at this many movie theaters and paid for a ticket and said, I want to see this movie. And then they sat in a dark room for two hours and watched it. Yeah. Box office bucks. But now they got to say, wow, this would have earned 280 million mm. Netflix bucks were people mm. paying for tickets. But instead, no one's watching. If you watching. were paying to see it, but yeah. they're not. They're paying $16 a month for a subscription. Uh, and it doesn't matter how much money we spend on making content. They and just all keep, they do is they it. watch the American office on repeat. They should measure yeah. it based on the amount of views that go for more than 12 minutes so they can weed out the viewers that are just there to jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I, uh, I, it's I, my I, position. I, I started watching mm. a, a Netflix original the other day, The Harder They Fall. Um, haven't seen it. Yeah. Nope. Well, I've got great news uh, for you guys. Is it bad? I turned it off after like 15 minutes. I just wasn't, mm. I wasn't mm. vibing with so it. So right? long enough that they know you weren't jerking off, but... Yeah, they, they <laughs> counted me towards something, I'm sure. But like, you know, it had a, it had like, it clearly had a big budget. Clearly had a lot of like name actors. It had like Idris Elba. It had the, oh. the, du- the dude from Get Out. It had um, like Regina Hall. It had like an original Jay-Z song on the opening credits. Oh. They clearly put a ton of money into it and all that sort of stuff. And but it's Well, still I've never just, heard of it, so it sounds good. It just, it felt like direct-to-DVD Django Unchained, kind of. Like they were doing a black exploitation Western. But Netflix originals still just kind of feel like straight-to-DVD movies mm. to mm. some extent. I don't know what it is, but uh, like... It's great. It's Christmas, so they've got all these shitty straight-to-DVD style romantic Christmas comedies that they've started making every year. But, I mean, that's actually kind of perfect. They are doing what the viewer wants there. That's true. Like, you want your Christmas movies to be absolute fucking dog shit that look like they were filmed by, like, a small-town advertising Mm. company. Yeah, with one C-grade actress. Yeah. Yeah. But But make the people in it really hot. Make good mm. for 12 minutes and you've got a hit on your hands. <laughs> you got something on your hands <laughs> and it's come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, I recently got myself a movie called uh, A Hole in the Ground. Mm-hmm. Is anyone going to say it? Are you going to say it, Theo? Go on, I can wait. I can wait. What that hole do? <laughs> I was waiting for it. I haven't seen it. Or well, you were just kind of didn't want to interrupt the segue you were clearly doing, but you were happy to interrupt your own segue for once. I'm not there yet, buddy. Okay. You see, this is a movie that none of you guys have seen. Uh, and normally what happens is I start describing a movie and Lucy says, here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll right. say I haven't seen it. But don't worry, we now have a solution to this issue. Allow me to introduce a new segment in which we circumvent the issue uh-huh. of me taking a long time to describe a movie uh, and the plot of that movie that Lucy and Theo haven't seen. Andrew loves to watch a million movies, but nobody else really gives a fuck. He's got 15 seconds to describe the movie, otherwise he's just shit out of luck. I or Let's go. Uh, it's like an Irish uh, indie <laughs> horror movie. It's about a lady who takes her son and goes into the woods uh, to live alone with him, which is kind of weird anyway, and you would think like that's bound to set up some spooky stuff. I haven't watched the movie yet. The Red Letter Media guys recommended it. Uh... Wow, thank you so much, Andrew. Wow, that was quick. That went quicker than I thought. I think when we were first discussing the idea of this, we were going to give you 30 seconds. 15 seems cruel. Yeah. No, no that's great. I decided Efficient. to trim it down to 15 seconds. Sure. Well, check out Hole in the Ground. Irish indie horror movie. About a hole in the ground. No, you're done. You're Ooh. done. Yeah, don't, don't describe <laughs> the blood I anymore. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go any further. Don't worry, I haven't watched it. Uh, but hey, that, that makes me think about holes oh, in the ground, no. you know? Mm-hmm. 
And when it comes to talking about holes in the ground, we like to head straight over to a segment we call The Hole Report. It starts making sense as you hop the fence. Voices calling, you're falling. Wow. That, that is a new whole report theme the fuck by, was that? <laughs> by listener Matthew. Matthew. Haunting. Matthew, thank yeah. you very much. Hauntingly um, beautiful. You have yeah. now taken out the only theme that Theo made, uh, but, you know. Thank you, Theo, for your service for that time. You are no longer needed. <laughs> R.I.P. So well, let's, it, it, uh, let's just cover this from the top. We've got a theme that was made because uh, I never had any time to make yes. the Nature Corner theme. Yeah. And the, the theme that I made, uh, now... which has now been replaced with a much better theme. Yes. Yep. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Voice is calling. Now you're falling. <sighs> So it's this is, of course, report. the segment where we discuss uh, what sort of whole news there is happening around the world. And this story comes to us from WVTM News, Alabama. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's not necessary. Uh, if you live in Alabama, feel free to write in and let us know how offensive that was. Mm. Hundreds of FedEx packages located in Blount County Blount. Ravine. Blount? Blount. Blount. I think it's Blount. Blount. I'm choosing to say Blount. Blount. Uh, the Blount County's Sheriff's Office is <laughs> investigating after hundreds of FedEx pa- packages were found in a ravine Wednesday's, uh, Wednesday afternoon. You say ravine? Ravine. Ravine. Hey, uh, if you do know how this place is pronounced, if you perhaps you are from there or anywhere near there, if you're an American listener, you can call in to 732-876-3446 and let us know. Uh, alternatively, you can record a little video of yourself making it and just message it to that number. There's a football player called Blount, so I'm, I'm right. going with that. Okay, yeah, let's say that. Uh, on the BCSO Facebook page, Sheriff Mark Moon said a deputy at the location believes between 300 and 400 packages of assorted sizes were thrown into the ravine. Now Moon we're talking. said an area manager for FedEx was on the way to the scene around 4.24pm. And then this is just a blow-by-blow blow of what happened that afternoon. At 5.12pm, FedEx arrived to the scene and told Moon they were bringing another truck to get all the packages. At 7.30 Wednesday, Moon said FedEx has sent trucks and drivers from all over the south and they will begin loading packages once the sun comes up. <laughs> uh now, here's a follow-up story to this one from KSNW News, which is interesting because, as we learned in an earlier episode, the W denotes a station from the East Coast and the K denotes a station from the West Coast, but Alabama is on the East Coast. Uh, so, I don't, um, know what, don't know what happened there. Maybe I wrote down the wrong thing. Are we all picturing that uh, a guy who worked for FedEx just said, Fuck this. Why? Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Wait until you've heard the second story before you okay. make any conclusions. Uh, FedEx pas- packages found in woods at second Alabama site. <laughs> According to the Jemison Police Department, nearly 20 FedEx packages were found in the woods along a rural Alabama road about 75 miles from a ravine where hundreds of parcels were previously discovered. A statement was released on Wednesday from the police in Jemison saying that it wasn't clear how long the items had been on the side of the road or if there was any link to the previous discovery. 
where Sheriff Mark Moon says a FedEx ground driver dumped packages into a ravine repeatedly at least six times. <laughs> Who could now say if they're talking. connected? It could be a copycat. It could be a copycat <laughs> yeah. crime. Someone's trying to frame me. So we have to assume, obviously, that this is just someone who's had Jack of delivering packages for basically no money. Yeah, and then they're and like, said, oh, I delivered him. I delivered him. I yeah. threw these into a hole. It's like exactly what you do when you're a paper boy and you throw 500 pamphlets in the bin. You go, yep. That was yeah. e- exactly what I was going to say, Ben. It's very similar to the situation where uh, people used to sign up to the things and they'd say, here's a thousand pamphlets. Walk around these suburbs and deliver them all to mailboxes. Yeah, and, we, and you're like, oh, for sure. Money. For sure, yeah. I'll do that. They'll definitely oh, go on mailboxes. I'm going to do that. Wink. You then yeah. you then slide Not. them all down into a stormwater drain. <laughs> yeah, you give uh, them to Pennywise the clout. <laughs> the, the difference is the different Black Friday sales. Pennywise, what do you think? Uh, the difference is though that nobody wanted those pamphlets in the first place, no. and and thus no one will complain about them failing to materialize in their mailbox. However, if you ordered an Amazon Echo Dot. Uh, from the Black Friday sales, and then it never shows up, and somebody says, ah, here's the problem, it's in a ravine. Yeah. It's in a canyon, so. But if you ordered <laughs> it from Amazon and you just say you didn't get it, they'll probably just refund you. Yeah, so, so it's a it victimless is, crime. It could be a victimless crime. If mm. that allowed this person to have six free afternoons they might not have otherwise had, mm. I support this crime wholeheartedly yeah. plus unless it had someone's like throwing it in a uh, in a ravine as well and money oh, can't pay for that shaking it a bit to be like well that sounds expensive ravine yeah. you like it's still there you could go and get your package oh, like maybe, maybe they your... ticked left in a safe place <laughs> <Yeah>. more information <laughs> ravine <laughs> if it's so important to you why don't you go and get it you know little treat for the raccoons that's my opinion mm. i uh look yeah i support it i'm Personally, in my mind palace, I am picturing that this person just got a got a big broom, like backed backed the truck up to the ravine of the woods, big broom, swept them all out of the truck, went and got a beer. Yeah, and good on them. They didn't That's... even steal them. They didn't even go through and be like, "What's in here that I could have?" That's you know? true. Yeah. That's a good crime. Honestly, yeah. that's a lovely mm. day. You get to throw some packages into one of nature's beautiful holes. Which was probably fun. And then like... you get to go put a beer into one of nature's beautiful holes. Your mouth. Yeah. Your mouth hole. <clears throat> mm. Yep. A little hiccup. And speaking of nature. Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, it's time for Nature Corner. That's all I've got. Oh, no- okay. Not so easy, is it? Uh, no, it looks <laughs> like... <laughs> Snip, 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 snip. This is a story from the Associated Press. Slithering snake burglar steals thousands from California (laughs) Salon. Am I going to have to make a snake-specific version of the Nature Corner theme? Well, yes, probably in the future, but this is not even really about a snake. I just thought it was funny to put this under Nature Corner. Uh, Police were looking for a man dubbed (laughs) the Snake Burglar. (laughs) who wriggled through a Southern California business and fled with several thousand dollars. (laughs) 
Surveillance video showed the man slithering on his belly at the rustic root salon in Riverside around 5am last Friday after apparently getting into the business through a rooftop fire escape. It gave me chills up my spine, owner Laurie Hudge told KNBC TV. Do you remember that story that we had on, on, I think it was on Nature Corner, about like um, about all the iguanas that were getting in through like roof vents <laughs> and, and falling oh, yeah. into toilets? Yeah. <laughs> That's this guy, but that's how he does burglary. But he's a man. <laughs> that's the biggest Slith- difference. Slithers through the vents, and then he wriggles along the floor like a dirty snake on his belly. He's, uh, what's Theo, the character from the X-Files who can get real squeezy and slithers through oh, tubes. Oh, Mr. Squeeze. Mr. Squeeze, that's yeah. right. Tombs? Is that his? Uh, to- Eugene Tombs? Eugene Tombs, I think. Mm. Haven't seen it. Hmm. It's good. Hodge says the thief she calls the, quote, snake burglar stole hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of products, cash from the register, and a safe with more than $8,000 inside. First of all, terrible name. The snake burglar? Because yeah, you think he's... He hasn't stolen a single snake, as far well, as I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, the hamburglar operates by the same rules. Mm. I mean, he but doesn't he's steal hams. Dead, but he also steals hams. He doesn't but steal it's, hams. it's a play on he's hamburger. Burgling, burgling hamburger. He doesn't you steal You think he should hams. be called the hamburger burglar? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> for clarity's sake, you should be called the hamburger burglar. I'm gonna. I'm also gonna. I'm gonna call bullshit here on stole hundreds of, oh, hundreds of dollars. I thought it was hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, it's certainly products. Didn't. Also, my man, my man got himself a little beard oil. He got a bit of product. He got himself like a nice ceramic hair straightener. He is looking fly. The Get fact that he free was- drink of the blue liquid. <laughs> I don't, do they? I haven't seen the blue liquid in a long time. A little sip of the comb formaldehyde. W- are we still doing the blue liquid as a society? What are you talking about? I don't know. Well, the blue well, liquid you, at the hairdresser for putting your stuff in. This is for, bar- in between snips. This is a barber shop thing. I don't think oh, you can expect for us, oh, lads. This is for the fellas. It's for yeah, the fellas. Boys. It's for the I also mean, got that turd hair. I've seen the blue stuff at uh, gender neutral hairdressers. I don't yeah. know regular hairdressers that do. Any clientele, but not since the nineties. I think we moved uh, on from the blue stuff. Don't know. Right. Did did people start to finally say people don't like the blue liquid? No. Or mm. well, they said the blue liquid looks too too drinkable. Yeah. It's too delicious looking. Yeah. It yeah. makes people feel, as soon as as it's soon like as coolant. The, too as enticing. Soon, <laughs> as, as soon as the Star Wars movie with the blue breast milk came out, they said that's it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Can't have it anymore. A security guard who was installing a new alarm system at the salon told KNBC-TV that the crook had been trying successfully to avoid a motion sensor. Okay. don't say trying successfully. Say he successfully avoided the motion sensor. Yeah. He snaked under it. That dude fucking rules. Uh, The same man may have tried to burglarize other businesses previously, including a local pizza parlor where security... Security video showed a man crawling on his belly, the station said. <laughs> like many like many of the scams that we cover in Scamwatch, I believe that this man has earned his money. Yeah. yeah. Take Doing it, bro. Some Catherine Zeta's Jones shit under there. Yeah, that man smoked a massive blunt, legal, California. Fucking did a big breath out, smoked up the room, saw the lasers, <sighs> and was just like shimmy shimmy. Wriggled out of there. Got the safe, crawled with the safe somehow, got out of there. Good on him. Good for you, man. Now, um, I need to I need to interject into the proceedings at this point and note that Lucy has been sipping from a Hungry Jack's cup. 
I knew you would do. Th- I knew you would do this. No, I want to ask what what your order was. It's just I just just had a little a little vegan burger. Oh, little, I I tried the vegan burger the other day. Which Any one? The, uh, the fake meat one or just the veggie one? No, I got the fake meat one. What Pretty do you right. reckon? It's I don't okay. Mind it. It's Not better my than. Fave. I, I, have they made the veggie one better? Because the veggie one before was fucking shit. The like weird vegetable Classic patty one. I think it's better. Thing. They've got this little double vegetable patty type scenario going on. Yeah, right. But you, you got the impossible meat one, right? Uh, yeah, I got that that meaty boy. They don't have mm. impossible here. That's the problem. They're gonna get the impossible meat. Give me that impossible meat. Over from the meat. United States. Yeah. I think they should set their their sights lower. Yeah. Yeah. On possible, possible meat. Possible. Yeah. Anyway, Good just point. sip it on a little sip it on a little coke. Is that all right? Is that allowed? It's absolutely allowed. Oh, a rebel whopper. Is that what you have? That is that, that's the the meat one, yeah. Or the fake meat one. Yeah. The flame grilled smoky barbecue flavor of a whopper with zero percent beef. It's only it's pretty good. Good portion size as well. This is not a paid advertorial for uh, Hungry Jacks. Could be. But the burgers Fuck Hungry are Jacks. They shit in the burgers. Jacks. <laughs> so I'm trying to counterbalance our endorsement. Uh, all the employees take big steaming shits on the burgers. Do not go to Hungry Jacks. That Rebel Whopper, though, not bad. Mm, pretty good. Yeah. All right, Hungry Jacks. Did you get any French fries? Got some chippies. Got some they got chippies. good little chippies. They oh, got they, nice they little chippies. They change their chips, and they're like they're like a thicker cut than a French yeah. fry now, but yeah, they're, they're not good. as thick as the soggy shithouse KFC chip. Yeah, they don't get soggy like the KFC ones. Nice well, I mean, the they're crispy. nailing it. The flavor of a KFC chip, pretty good. The texture of the KFC chip is dog shit. Two thumbs mm. down. Yeah. Mm. Well, some people eat French fries normally. Other people put a lot of mayonnaise on them like a bunch of sick, fucking disgusting freaks. And we Yuck. call those people <laughs> Dutch. And we like to monitor them and their, their <laughs> gobbings on. Every now and then I feel like you've touched the runway and then you've just pulled back on the controls and you've just gone right back up again for another call around. <laughs> Bouncing in the wind. Not happy with this one. Let's land this baby again. That's right. And we like to monitor them and their disgusting activities in a segment called ne- Netherlands Corner? It's either Dutch Watch or Netherlands Corner. I don't think we've ever arrived at a Never really concrete. on it. Yeah. Dutch watch. Dutch watch. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Sure is. Uh, this is a story from the sort of like um, the Shadow Link version of <laughs> DutchNews.nl. Boo! Uh, the awful publication Dutch Review. This is from an ongoing series they've been doing. Uh, on Dutch quirks. Uh, ben, Little... can I can I just clarify for a second there that I was not booing you, I was booing Dutch Review. Yes. Ah. No, I had assumed that, and now doubt's creeping into my mind thanks to that clarification. Good. Uh, they've been doing a, yeah, an ongoing series on uh, little interesting quirks of Dutch life and Dutch people. Um, this is Dutch quirks number 46. Never close their curtains. Mm-hmm. And it goes as thus. It's happened to the best of us. Which, I will backtrack to that sentence in a a second. Okay. You're walking along, innocently minding your own business. Your eyes absentmindedly turn towards a window and bam! You just saw someone's bare ass cheek. This person is 100% retroactively excusing themselves for being a peeping Tom. Yes. And also, okay, a few quibbles here. You've seen one cheek. That's odd. Uh, But 
it's happened to the best of us makes it sound like there is some level of quality of person you could be where you could avoid this from happening. Like, it's an it, this is not a thing where it's like, I don't know. It's but, not a moral failing that has. Yes, I don't know why they've phrased it that way. I would say it could happen to anyone. Not yeah. it's happened to the best of us. Like even the best people in society have accidentally seen one ass cheek through a window. Mm. You wonder why this person didn't decide to, I don't know, maybe draw the blinds before they hopped out of their clothes and into their birthday suit. It's because they're beautiful and Dutch and free, you tall you motherfuckers. You don't get into your birthday suit. You're already wearing You're already the birthday in it. suit. You were yeah. born in it on your yeah. birthday. That's right. That's if why I call it that. <laughs> if you're getting into a birthday suit, you have skinned another human. Yes. Buffalo Bill style. Into their birthday yeah, you're getting suit. into it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting on one of my six birthday suits. That's fucked up. Don't That's say that. That's what they do in the Netherlands. That's Don't what I've been hearing. Do that. <laughs> the phenomenon is fairly self-explanatory. Or through almost any Dutch town or neighborhood, and you'll find that the experience is quite similar to a visit to an aquarium where you huh? see lots of nude people. <laughs> you know when you go down <laughs> to the me? aquarium and you see all the fish's cocks? You say yeah. the fish are nude? <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I guess. I what their analogy is that you can see things through glass in an aquarium, oh, which right. is true of, like, windows generally. Hmm. When yeah, I it's go also to the... a uh, good idea not to tap the glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dutch get very angry. They're <laughs> Yeah. When I go to the aquarium, I say, are there any kind of, like, blinds you could draw across yeah. the front of this big, big window and, like, maybe just a, a tiny gap for me to peep through? Yeah. Just a little... Ooh, yeah. I, I feel better if I'm peeping. Ass. Yeah. Second of all, got any pussies swimming around there? Got <laughs> <laughs> any sexy fish? You guys got any sexy fish? Instead of being met with curtains or blinds, most Dutch windows will reveal various inner lives and ecosystems, <laughs> often decked out with some very IKEA furniture. It's almost like people live in there. Mm-hmm. While this is great for some interior decor inspo, shut the fuck up, it's not so fun when you're met with a scene that probably could have remained private. Bonus points if you make awkward eye contact. Just Let's just do a, a quick show of hands here with people on the show. If you look through a window, I, would you be like more interested in seeing somebody's IKEA flat pack furniture or seeing another naked human? I want to oh. see some titties. I want to see... Yeah, show me that dick, bro. Show me some ass. Show me what you're hanging down there. I'm smiling. I'm waving. I'm like, thank you for showing me your penis, sir. Yeah. I appreciate that. Two thumbs up. (laughs) I don't want to see your fucking Kallax bookshelf. I love seeing what someone's watching on the TV. I love seeing a TV screen through an open window. And And these days, (laughs) what what with the sizes of TVs, relatively easy to peep on. Hmm. I'm I'm watching Netflix. I'm banging on the window. How many many minutes of that have you watched? (laughs) How many minutes? (laughs) Double it. (laughs) There are many theories as to why the Dutch are happy to take the risk of flashing a complete stranger. Europeans. Psycho perverts. Being psycho perverts. Number one reason. Perhaps it's their tolerance. Brackets. It's an ass cheek. Never seen one, eh? Weird. Or perhaps their directness. Brackets. I don't mind making eye contact with you. In fact, let me hold it. The reality is actually quite different. It's that most Dutch people need to take off all of their clothes in order to remove their head-to-toe blackface. (laughs) (laughs) You think it's under the clothes. You think it's full-bodied. Yep. Forehead down to the toes. Hmm. What many Dutchies would argue is simple. I have nothing to hide. And there's a bit of history behind that statement. That's some freak shit. (laughs) 
The Netherlands was once a very Calvinist country. Part of the religion's policy was that you had to prove to people that you were a good person, someone who was predetermined to wind up in the good place above. And how did you do this? By showing that you had nothing to hide. Closed curtains implied that there was something sneaky happening that you had to hide from your neighbours. And while many Dutch people may claim to be atheists nowadays, odd implication there, one theory is that this habit just stuck. My Mm. curtains are closed because I'm smoking weed and jacking off like a normal person. Yeah, I would I would consider that I have several things to hide, yeah. uh, being my genitals. One and testicle, hole. your second testicle, <laughs> yeah. and your penis as well. Number one, my shame. If you've ever lived in basically any other country, you'll get why this is a quirky move by the Dutch. <laughs> Many countries keep the eyes of passerby passers by out by using curtains, window stickers, and blinds. Because who wants to make eye contact with a stranger while you're lying burrito style in bed? If the Dutch, put, apparently. If you put the stickers on the right spot, you can affect a really Austin Powers type mm, situation. Yeah. You're yawning and stretching and the banana sticker is like just in the right place, you know? The best of both worlds. Absolutely. It's less of a question of should you join in and more of a question of when will you join in. In my Excuse experience, me? it took just a few months to grow used to the fact that I'm observable from three different angles when chilling in my studio. Given that the Netherlands is such a tightly packed country, mm. you'll very quickly find that if you want to let a bit of sunlight in, you also need to let your neighbours in. You it may even awful. get used to the occasional eye contact, and maybe even you will be the one to flash a few innocents. Children. Yeah. What the fuck That's is wrong up. with these people? Jesus. See, this, this was like my least favourite thing in Hawaii about living in Honolulu. It's because it's so hot that you always have the complete curtains and windows open all of the time. Yeah. And do it's you, a nightmare. Do you it's see a horrible a lot of, way to live. Have you been... Did you see a lot of strangers, dicks and titties and such? Maybe not like dicks and titties, but you're definitely... You're seeing more of your neighbours than you want to see. You know? No dicks, no titties, unfortunately. But, you know. It's perverted behaviour because you should have the curtains closed for gaming. Because you're getting... <laughs> like, you're getting glare on your TV. Yeah, you've got to see oh. in those shadows... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my wife loves it because I do work from home the vast majority of the time. My wife loves it when I um close one of the curtains in the lounge room because that one is like directly behind, like opposite the TV. Mm. Too much glare. Mm. Entirely too much glare. My my curtains and windows are all open all the time because otherwise I'd die in here. And if I, someone happens to see my little boot, okay. You little what? All right, my little boot. You little what? Popping that little boot out. <laughs> little, be- little little, bit of b-hole for the neighbours. You know? Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if they're seeing hole, but, you know, they're seeing the surrounds, the hinterlands, if you will. <laughs> b-hole is short for Ben's hole. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's me. It's Theo. Now, I guarantee you I'm more afraid of recording this promo than you are of listening to it, so hear me out. If you haven't already, maybe check out our Patreon. It's a great way to support the show, and it gives us the ability to actually dedicate time to this thing. You'll get all of our bonus episodes. It's over 300 extra episodes in total, and we'll set up a feed over there with none of these promos, so you won't have to hear this ever again. You'll also get access to our Discord, uh, which honestly has turned into a, a nice and funny place full of mostly normal people to hang out with. So that's patreon.com slash buntavista. Check it out. Look, uh, I mean, I'm not going to show everyone my penis and anus constantly, but I have respect for my neighbours, my elderly, retired 
policeman neighbor across the street. Mm-hmm. He's into everybody's business. He probably doesn't subscribe to the show, I'm going to say. Too left-wing for him. He opened his garage once to get something like, lend me a fucking rake or whatever. I was borrowing from him. And there was a bunch of like placards up from when he had run as a Liberal Party candidate. Oh, <laughs> oh that's no. fun. Uh, so I'm not trying to show that guy. My gooch. My goddamn gooch. If I did, it would honestly be a hullabaloo. It would be a to-do. It would be a scandal. <laughs> and we'd write all about it in the local tabloid. Fist-headed man destroys church. So this is a follow-on from a phenomenon, phenomena, phenomenon, phenomenon uh, that we previously discussed. Dis- fucking hell. F- previously discussed in the bonus episode, Red Lester Media, uh, about a boy who only ate cheese. Cheese boy. Uh, now, this is a story about a similar phenomenon from Wales Online, and I'm not talking about some internet literate citations. I'm, of course, talking about uh, the tabloid from the country of Wales. Mum claims scoffing cheese while pregnant had turned obsessed tot into a cheddar-eating machine. <laughs> <laughs> a mum believes that scoffing cheese while pregnant has left her stubborn toddler obsessed with cheddar as she refuses to eat anything else. It's as bad as smoking while pregnant, really. And <laughs> they come out needing it. They're desperate for it. Maddie Alexander Grout and her husband James, <laughs> 40, say they have tried every meal in the world involving cheese, doubt it, in their efforts to feed their fussy two-year-old daughter Harriet who, quote, turns her nose up at anything else. The 38-year-old mum believes that her scoffing lots of cheese during her pregnancy with Harriet could have led to the tot's addiction to cheddar, forcing them to grate cheese over vegetables to get their daughter to eat any. The whole family, aside from Harriet's six-year-old brother Ben, love cheese as well, and even claim at one point they were ranked the number one purchaser of cheese from Sainsbury's in their home city of Southampton. That's All right, I got a really two questions. big thing. Yeah. Right. I got two questions. Number one, what the fuck is Ben's problem? <laughs> yeah, just you, blend in, bro. You too good for cheese? You don't like a little bit of grated cheese over your veg? It's I don't think fuck. it's that weird that a little toddler would need cheese on their vegetables, right? Is that weird? I mean, for every meal seems a little extreme. Maybe. I mean, I like that fucked up tweet from uh, Prison Paul where he, he yeah. had like a, a dish of salmon and boiled like boiled peas and corn, yeah, and then and then he grated cheese over the whole lot, like a like a toddler. Yeah, and then captioned it something like "meal fit for a king" or whatever. No, no, it was a uh, cheese grated libs owned. I oh, look, I eat that which kind is of just shit. A lovely puzzling, kind but you're of... not proud of yourself for it. <laughs> no, I eat that kind of shit because I have like a six year old. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, well, and also like I made dinner the other night, and the 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 fridge was very run down. Um, we had a chicken. I just better go catch it. I just skillet roasted a chicken, roasted some potatoes because that was what we had in the cupboard, and then the only vegetables I could find: frozen peas and a tin of corn. Peas and corn, roast chicken. Mm-hmm. Roast veg, uh, roast no, potatoes. That is right? literally the only food that my dad ever prepared <laughs> in the entire time that he had child-aged children. Was getting a like Woolies barbecue chook, 
getting a tin of peas, a tin of corn, and maybe tinned or the Woolworths tubs of potato salad. Tinned potato salad? I fucking love tinned potato salad. I don't know I- if this is just from living on the boat, but that shit is like, uh, it's something going on there. It's magic. I don't think I have ever encountered tinned potato salad. Uh, home brand cans of that shit go for like a dollar and it's just some like real... Really? I've never seen this. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe you have to be living a, on a basically survivalist diet, which we were on the boat. Uh, I'm, so, I'm seeing like Heinz, Heinz potato salad. Uh, there was like a Woolies brand one and a Coles brand one. I maybe they've gone out of fashion, maybe. This. That is crazy to me. Um, it's real. It, uh, can I ask? Do you do you have any other uh, favorite tinned products that you recall from your time on the boat? Rice pudding. Mm. Tinned yeah, rice pudding. That shit is fucking. Oof. That's good stuff. I really like the. Uh, I really like the sachets of like mac and cheese that you get from like Aldi. Yeah. Or Woolworths. You know, you just put just put your your bit of milk. I love Easy Mac. Easy Mac's good. Yeah, it's Easy good Mac's, food. It's a good time. Hmm. But you guys fuck with Deb at all? I was just about to say, most of my childhood with British grandparents was eating Deb. Right. My, um, Do they have Deb in America? Because it's very Deb? funny. It's it's like dehydrated potato. You just put like hot water in it, and then you have like uh, mashed potato, like powdered mashed potato. Yeah, my uh, my my mother had some some Deb around recently. <laughs> like my 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 parents. Um, I'm trying to remember if we were staying with them or if they were staying with us or whatever. And she like made some Deb and just like fried little like potato cakes uh, for oh, the kids. That's actually. That's a good idea. What are we, one of those, like, you know how fucking the Daily Mail will be like, amazing kitchen hack in mum's Facebook group. <laughs> Please look at what I've just posted in the chat. But yeah, I, um, I, I popped it in the kitchen and she had fried a bunch of those <laughs> things up and I ate several of them and went, damn, I will take a fried Deb potato yeah. cake. You know? I want the Deb shirt, Ben. Uh, oh. So the, the Deb <laughs> instant mashed potato started an official Facebook account that is followed by one person that I know, and it is friend of the show, Dan Nolan. (laughs) Uh, Their last post was the 20th of April, 2020. Oh, I guess this is probably a joke then, because that's 420. Uh, But there are trucker hats available that just say, Deb, it's a mashed potato on them. And the shirt, the tote bag. All right, so here's my second question. Yes. So number well, the first one was what the fuck is Ben's problem? Second one is, is your local Sainsbury's ranking cheese purchases? I uh, don't believe that they are. Yeah, that's that's not true. No, that um, is an informal ranking at best. No, it's not. It's not an informal ranking. Uh, and I would like you to apologize to <laughs> Miss Alexander Grout. Uh, there how is. Do we, how do we know? How do we? The know? rewards app tracks your purchases and totals up how often you oh. buy something and then also compares you to how often other people buy it. I don't want that. I don't want the shops to do that yeah. to me. Well, you yeah, don't, don't want, want them to the, say... I don't want the government following me around. Number one <laughs> diarrhea medicine yeah. purchaser. <laughs> You're the number one purchaser of lube at your you local Tesco. The most infrequently bought condoms of anyone that's ever come here. <laughs> <laughs> Dead last on the sex havers list. Here at Sainsbury's. Yeah, I was uh, similarly sceptical, and I think I might have accidentally 
cut it well not accidentally but i cut out the part where she said how she arrived at that number but my first time i was like well like what the manager came out and told you hey by the way fucked up you buy so much cheese spotify wrapped but at sainsbury's (laughs) sainsbury's wrapped sainsbury's wrapped top 0.1 percent of cheese purchases uh sorry continues here Maddie from Shirley Southampton said she will eat everything if it's cheese and nothing else. She's a pain. I hate my dipshit daughter. She continues. <laughs> she says, I love cheese, mummy. I want cheese, mummy. Please, can I have cheese, mummy? That sort of thing all the time. And cheese is, quote, yummy, and anything else is, quote, yucky. I'm yeah, always saying You've got saying a child. This. Yeah. Yeah. It's your job to make your child not do that. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the job that you Yeah, have. you can choose to either let them starve or you can feed them some fucking cheese. Yeah. You can just kind of be like, okay. All right. You are the cheese. You are the cheese goblin now. Mm. <laughs> it's, hard so, it's so hard to feed her. She's a stubborn little one. We've basically had every meal in the world involving cheese. Again, I doubt that claim. Absurd. Every I put other meal things in on the her. world. You know how many cultures there are? Ten. Ten cultures, and you think you've eaten all their meals? I put other things on her plate all the time so that she can try them and investigate, but it's always a no, and the dog ends up eating most of it. <laughs> I absolutely love cheese as well. We're a very cheesy family, apart from my son, who hates it. My so we buy at least four blocks of son. cheese a week. Four blocks of cheese a week. That's a lot of cheese. Like That's, that's too much some cheese. cheese. Think- that, what was that post from the, I don't know, some... American uh, conservative whatever shit should have been like some amount of we get drink 30 every... gallons of milk a week yeah. and the price of milk is going up that's more than a block per person if they just have the daughter <laughs> and the son who does yeah. not eat cheese by all accounts I feel like there's a real kind of um like if if everything if every time you open every cupboard and like every time you open the fridge and literally all that's in there is cheese I think maybe she's gonna want she's gonna eat, eat cheese Maybe make this make less cheese in your house. Yeah, reduce your house cheese. You're incentivizing the cheese dependency by putting her on cheese welfare. Mm-hmm. Maddie, who is the founder of a free parenting advice app called Parenthood, said, "Quote: It's weird because I had gestational diabetes when I was pregnant, so I ate lots of cheese, and now I'm wondering whether or not it could be connected." That's not how. Yes, it is. Is with that gestational, how gestational diabetes works? Through what mechanism? Well, with gestational diabetes, you have to eat high fat to keep your blood sugars low, and cheese is one of the things they suggest. Okay. Cheese was all I ate when I was pregnant, so maybe I got her into that habit. It checks out. The science is all there. No, it isn't. I don't, I'm not sure that it is. <laughs> Who <laughs> has awesome. a medical degree on this podcast? I do. Lucy does. So what do you say, Lucy? <laughs> I think it's more likely that you've just fed your child cheese because you like to have cheese in the house. And now she just likes the Now she likes cheese. Next, she's going to be saying that she likes the taste of door handles and she only wants to eat door handles. (laughs) And you'll have to be like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to eat something that's not door handles. I shouldn't have eaten so many door handles when I was pregnant. You know, that's on me. When you have gestational diabetes, you've got to eat door handles. Despite the stresses of trying to feed their extremely picky child, the parents say they haven't given up entirely and will continue to offer little Harriet a variety of nutrient-rich foods in the hopes of finding more things she will eat. Although so far her exclusive love of cheese has prevailed and the dog continues to enjoy an array of titbits. Excuse me? 
about him? The dog, the, the dog continues to enjoy an array of tit bits. Little tit T-I-T, that's right. Tit bits. Tit bits. Tit bits. So, nipples? Yeah. Pork okay. nipples, I think, mm. is the only other food that they're trying to <laughs> yeah. give to the child. It's well, cheese so, or so pork traditional, nipples. Traditional Welsh diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do love our pork nipples. Maddie said, quote, We try very hard to mix it up a bit so she might have macaroni cheese or vegetables with cheese on, but we literally have to grate cheese over everything. I don't think she's necessarily scared of other foods, but she just has such an affection for cheese that it just comes first. So what's the problem? Yeah. Probably going to need to eat some vegetables at some point. Mm. I, wait, how do you reckon this story got to Wales Online? Like their beat reporter was walking past the house, saw through the open windows, yeah. was like, that child has only eaten cheese. I must well, they just ask people on the street, like, what's going on with you? Yeah, like, what's, what's going on in your life today? In what way is your kid fucked up? Yeah. And Tell then me I'm going to tweet this. I'm going to tweet this from the official Netflix account with uh, the caption, if this ain't me. Yeah. <laughs> if this ain't me, kid. People love doing that. Like grown adults love uh, really making a big deal out of how much they love cheese, but like making it their whole personality in a really weird way. Like obviously love a good cheese, even if it makes me shit myself. All about it. But like. I don't know. There's a weird thing there where maybe it's millennials not really having any money and charcuterie boards being the only thing we have that makes us feel fancy. So then we have to be like, I'm a cheeseaholic, which sounds a lot like Gen X mums being like, I'm a chocoholic. Hand like over the to, chocolate, no one gets hurt. I'd like to pair this back like another level. I feel like that due to pop culture and the uh, general kind of dissemination of um, sexual predator Joss Whedon. Um, etc. I feel like people think that like quips have to be a massive part of their personality now. You yeah, just I... have to be quipping, or else you're a boring person and you're not funny. But it turns out that most of the thoughts that go through your head at any particular time, they're just not funny. Yeah. You just don't have to. You don't have to say them or, or put them to to tape unless you're paid to, like us. And, and we hate this. We hate every moment of it. And you don't want to be like us. Mm. We are under the the whip that we have wielded ourselves um, to to have to quip continually. But you don't have to. You mm. can just not quip. You can have yeah. no quips. Yeah. You can no quips. If you see like a lovely sunset, free. instead of saying this sunset's as epic yeah. as if Godzilla fought um, Iron Man, Iron Man, you could just be like, I'm lo- this is a lovely sunset. Yeah. You can say I'm loving it like a McDonald's commercial. You can just say, I'm loving it. You can say, just say the first thing that pops into your head, which might be the words, I'm loving it, to the <laughs> cadence of the McDonald's jingle. Yeah. And then you might softly to yourself say, <laughs> and then the person sitting next to you might nod in recognition and go, and then that might be your Ha-ha! thing. Like, that might yeah. be your catchphrase. You're the guy that always, you say you're enjoying <laughs> things by saying, I'm loving it, ba da ba 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 <laughs> and people love you for it. It could be a whole new chapter for you. Yeah. You should try Just give it out. a go. <laughs> you should try out saying I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> Are you saying that you're not loving it? Who would be saying that? You know, not me. Therefore, evil Justin Timberlake be like, I'm not <laughs> loving it. I am not loving it. I don't. Huh? Serious. Oh, sure. Never mind. He sang the jingle in the song. He what? He's saying I'm Sing loving the it in the, in the 
in the jingle in the That's song. That's Justin Timberlake's that voice that goes ba da ba ba. What? Ba da 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 da. What? You are. What? Is your mind blown right now? You are yanking my. Yeah. Hold it. What the fuck? That is that true? I'm yeah. loving it. I it's was Justin this Timberlake. year's old when I found out. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up. I, I just, it, I hate that we have to have like a, a there's got to be a framing device for the way that you say things on the internet now. Yeah. It's got to be couched in a meme. You have to say, I was this year's old, today is old when I discovered yeah. that. Yeah. Um, this is what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. Instead, you could just say, oh, this is cool. I just found this out. I just found out this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Except, yeah, instead of saying except, like, um, I'm I'm honking on my PP, you could just say I'm jacking off. You could just <laughs> tell the people at the library, hey, I'm masturbating. You don't have to say I'm wanking my tungus. Okay, just say I'm masturbating. I'm cranking my prebus. Shut up. Okay, you don't have to be on all the time. We're all cranking our prebus, but just. Just, just say it normal. Just so be this sincere. Is a library. This is a library. Speak sincerely. You don't have to do quips in here. <laughs> Please, take a break from quipping on the taxpayer dime here in the library. A quipless podcast. But please masturbate more quietly. <laughs> There's a... Um, KFC is running some ads. Have I already complained about this? Because I feel like I think about it every time I see it. Shut up take my money. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I yeah. hate this so much. Where it's, you know, it's from Futurama and it's Fry... And he's saying it because he's meant to be being an idiot in that scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone is telling him the reasons he shouldn't do something and he's yelling at them to know, like, please take my money anyway. there was a meme, perhaps, like, five to ten years ago. I don't know about the passage of time. Someone who listens to this podcast way too much will probably be able to say with some sense of authority how many times on this show I have said how fucking mad KFC's marketing makes me because... (laughs) All of their marketing involves a person doing something that makes them look like a piece of shit. Yeah. And everybody stops and looks at them and says, we all fucking hate this guy. And then they say, uh, KFC much? I fucking yeah. get that five second, the I don't care song KFC ad on my YouTubes all the time on my mm. TV. Because I don't have the, the ad YouTube block ads. on my TV. I don't. At least Charlie X is getting paid off that one, you know. It's not. That's Incidentally, fucking, um, no, it's some uh, Scandinavian horrible people. Someone who uh, has done marketing for KFC uh, definitely listens to this podcast. Is also a dear friend of mine. So, um, if any of these things oh, were yeah. you, and also a friend of Lucy's, yeah. well, uh, fuck you, Alex. <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. We love you very much. Um, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless you did do them, and then friendship over. Theo, I believe it is the song I Love It yeah, uh, that's by Icona Pop, Icona fe- Pop featuring Charlie XCX. So we're both right. Oh, is it? Wow. And like, you know, do you, do you not okay, care about question. whether you have Who KFC is Charlie XCX? I don't. I, just... I only listen to the band every time I die. <laughs> yeah, we've seen that. <laughs> we've seen uh, that. I didn't that's even true. know that the you are in the this percentage of listeners weren't down to like 0.25% granularity. 0.1%. I was very <laughs> I proud of myself for being in like, I'm only on 1% for Boards of Canada and that's like all I listen to. To answer your question, Theo, uh, Charlie XCX is a British... Hyper pop artist. Don't. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm aged now. Yes. Hyper pop is a thing that happened after me. 
Yeah. A uh, hundred gex? More like a uh, hundred go get a job. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old, but I'm listening to Hyperpop, and that's what keeps me young. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should go to, you should go to some shows. You should be an old dude at a Hyperpop show. Oh, hey, I, w- I won't kids, be doing that. This is pretty nifty, isn't it? Yeah. I'm like you. So where are you guys going after this? You going to, yeah. Oh, you can't? Because you're underage? Oh, okay. And back- also, n- I've got nice shoes. Hey, oh, I can sign you in at the RSL. Sincere. Back in my day, we used to have hyper pop punk like Green Day and Blink 182. I would say. And still then people would just move away from Both yeah. of those acts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really that's still making music. Still alive. Yeah. Bad, but. Unfortunately, Billy Joe Armstrong is not dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Only dead inside. Wow. <laughs> He's a punk. Yep. He's yeah. he, he's a punk. Yeah. Ben, he's um yeah. it's a rebellious rebellious punk artist. Yeah. Ben. It's re- counterculture. Yeah, oh yeah. Things of that nature. Nothing more counterculture than doing a Broadway musical. Yeah. With um what's his name from Grinspoon in the musical playing guitar. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah Phil... Uh, Phil Jamison? Phil, Phil Grinspoon. Yeah. Phil Grinspoon. Phil Grinspoon. <laughs> For the Australian wow. run of uh, the, um, you know, it's red and black and white and it's about American Idiot. Mm, American mm. Idiot. Yeah, I think about, we're punk. I think we're counterculture. Like yeah. the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So true. Yeah. I hey, think podcasts punk in that are punk. No one likes us. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's counterculture to have a podcast that is um, not particularly well thought out. <laughs> That's as punk as it yeah. gets. Yeah. Uh, you know, you listen to podcasts where you're like, oh, you thought about this in advance and you had a plan. Uh, Ooh, revolutions. Oh, you researched this. Fucking Ooh. good for you. We're like you the actually... bands where the guitarist only knows how to use like the bottom two strings on the guitar. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. No uh, need for more. It's, it's, yeah. working within, it's working within your limits. It's that fucking the annual knowledge from the Trail of the Dead, I'm pretty sure, is that quote of the bass player being asked why he only has two strings on his bass. He's like, it's a fucking bass. Why would I need to play anything else? <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. All you need is four microphones. Yeah. So true. And four guys. Yep. Yeah. Right? Lucy, I think of you as just one of the guys. Yeah, he's just one of the guys. Oh. Yeah. Just one of the lads. Uh, You're too. not like, like other women. I'm not yeah. like other girls. Like... Yeah. Like, they're really annoying and yeah, shrill. Bad. <laughs> yeah, bad. And I hate them, except my mum. Hmm. Women love being one of the guys. Yeah. They do. They do be they do love it. I don't even really have that many girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, I just like I just like get along with guys better. Like there's just without less all the drama. drama. It's without yeah. all the drama, you know. <laughs> Women are always talking about the interpersonal issues they have yeah. in the hopes of solving them, whereas men uh <laughs> men they be- just like kick back. Men yeah. are simply emotionally repressed and that's yeah. <laughs> that feels good to me. And that feels better. That's yeah. what's up. It Let- feels nothing to me. Mm. <laughs> it feels nothing to me. That is what's up. Is anything else up? Are you asking me whether we're doing this last story? <laughs> Just say it. Just ask the question. Yes, ask the I goddamn am. question. I think we should. I think it's a quick one, and I think people deserve a little treat. Well, they are paying customers after A little quick all. one. I was actually hoping you weren't going to say that because I was thinking about how we hadn't said at the start of either of the two episodes we've just recorded whether it was a bonus or a main. I was actually going to flip it around <gasps> so this was the main. Why would you do You're that? crazy. Because oh, you introduced a new segment in it and I thought that was a nice treat that we okay. could put on the, the main for people. Yeah. And now that's you're right. seeing how the sausage is made and that's right, 
It's by grinding people up. Mm. People love it. That's why they go on those sausage factory tours. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the primo factory. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, folks. We love smashing animals up into smithereens and piping them into casings to make delicious sausages. And where do we get those animals? We get them from nature. Wow. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. Winter is so Interesting that you chose to do that one instead of the Tales from Wales theme. We don't have God. a Tales from Wales theme. God damn it. Uh, this is a story again from our dear friends at Wales Online. Rhino Ram's car at West Midland Safari and Leisure Park. Was that, was that your dog? <laughs> that was Louis. Yeah, was yeah. he didn't like the sound of that. And I agree, Louis. It would be very strange to be in Wales and to be rammed by a rhinoceros. Hmm. It just seems odd to me. A dad and son have told of their terror when an angry mother rhino charged into their car at a safari park. This is the place where you go to drive your car through, like, wild animals, right? Yes. Yeah. Just in case there's some other second meaning of safari park. No, it's sort of uh, open terrain uh, that you can drive through and there's all, all manner of animals in there, yeah. such as rhinoceroses. Rhinoceros. Rhinoceri. Jamie Wood, 35, took son Jackson 5, not to be confused with the Jackson 5, <laughs> Jackson 5. <laughs> on a day trip to West Midland Safari Park where visitors drive their car through the free-roaming animal pens. But he was shocked. When two fighting riders stopped and one turned on the dad's Skoda Fabia. <laughs> Why did they specify what kind of car it was? It's so much funnier. No, my Skoda. <laughs> my Skoda. Skoda Fabia. The half-ton mother charged at the family's vehicle from 200 foot, smashing its horn and body into the side of the bonnet. Good. Terr- terrified Jamie said the horn missed his driver's door by a matter of centimetres but the smash left him with a 1,500-pound bill to repair the car, which he'd borrowed for the day. Oh, you dickhead. It wasn't even his Skoda. Was it? Yeah, sorry. Ah, my mother's Skoda. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Skoda of my grandfather's. <laughs> he said he thinks the mother rhino charged because its baby had wandered off, placing the car between the parent and child animals. You don't want that. Single dad Jamie, an adult support worker from Birmingham, said it was absolutely terrifying. It happened so quickly and I didn't know what to do. I was just in shock. I kept telling Jackson it would avoid us. And then I heard myself swear when I realized it was going to hit us. Don't worry, mate. It's not coming anywhere near us. We're going to be absolutely... Oh, fuck! (laughs) Why are... Like, if somebody wrote something about me and put it in the paper and and it said single dad. Yeah. Yeah. Be like... Lonely that, man. Is that necessary? Single carless father. <laughs> guy who spends a lot of time in family court. Mm. Depressed like, guy who cries often in borrowed car. Yeah, he's, he's just going home and like starting his four-stroke mower in the shed, closing the door. <laughs> why, why can't you say father? 
just father. Wife, wifeless don't father. Don't erase him. <laughs> wifeless man. Wifeless man. Well, no, there, there's ambiguity. He might be a gay dad. <laughs> True. Wifeless father man. who has a husband. Gay, when, gay when men you, can have wives. When you say single father, <laughs> we know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's this guy. He, like, opens another tin of soup for dinner for the seventh night in a row, stares out the window. It really looks like he's contemplating something, but hasn't quite crystallized into a clear plan of action yet. He said he thinks... Oh, sorry, I already already covered that one. Uh, They were stationary and working out how to drive to see the giraffes when they spotted two adult rhinos headbutting each Mm. other. I said look up. (laughs) Yep. One of the wardens spun the wheels on a Land Rover to prompt the pair to separate, but this scared a baby rhino who ran away. This is part of their animal keeper training, is learning how to do sick burnouts. (laughs) The mother rhino broke off her squabble to follow the youngster, but Jamie's car was inadvertently between the pair. Jamie braced as the animal charged, crumpling the driver's side of the bonnet. Staff gave him cable ties to reattach the bonnet so he could get home, he said. Oh, no. Get that that Skoda back to its rightful owner. A lot of my car is reattached with cable ties at the moment, and they are doing a great job. Jamie said he has complained to the park, but had not had a reply, adding, I was expecting at least a refund on my tickets or a free annual pass. (laughs) What? Set your standards higher, man. I I was expecting some free cable ties, and I got them. Seems like you also got what you came for. Isn't this what you came for? Like, that's the ideal safari park experience, isn't it? Is have your mum's Skoda fucked up by a rhino that (laughs) you were in? If not, go to the zoo. Go to the fucking zoo, man. Doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't want to interact with the wildlife, go to the fucking Birmingham Zoo. Yeah. Uh, The staff just said, well, you know what a protective mother is like. (laughs) Yeah, staff sound cool as hell. (laughs) You you know what a protective mother is like? Yeah, she's constantly taking me to court. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe there's a different tone to that. Oh, you know what a protective mother's like. (laughs) Wouldn't you, mate? (laughs) Yeah, oh, wouldn't yeah. Wouldn't <laughs> it's great that they are free roaming, but maybe they should segregate mum and baby pairs so things like this don't happen. What don't use fuck? that word. I don't use, think you should yeah, just use the word should, segregate. Just maybe you separate. Just, uh, separate, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know they say you're liable for damage to your car, but you expect a little scratch. This is very different. <laughs> it's a bit different. I don't think that would happen to my Skoda. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's very easy for us to judge. Yeah. Uh, only Theo really knows the pain of what it would be like to have someone hurt your Skoda. <laughs> Honestly, I am. I'm. There is something in back back of my mind. It's like that's a good car. That's my Skoda. such a shame. It's a it's a lovely sh- lovely car, the Skoda Fabia. Some beautiful Croatian engineering. Mm. Of course, we've got a we've got a little one. We've got a family, so uh, you know we we had to go to Skoda Octavia, which would be just. It'd be terrible to see it. Are you all, saying all one point four ton of it flipped upside down by a? You saying that a single dad and a child is not a family? I was wow. just saying that the baby mm. is probably more their size. Yeah, interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think they're valid. Sorry, I'm sorry for saying Skoda is mm. from Croatia. I uh, I come <laughs> from a broken, illegitimate family. All right. <laughs> hey, I consider your broken family legitimate. <laughs> Yeah, Fucked le- up. Legitimately broken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Dad. <sighs> well, he's surely not listening to the... Oh, that's right. It's the main episode. Mm. Is it? 
Oh, it is. Who now. knows? It could I, be. I flipped the switch. I've been doing callbacks to the last episode we yeah. recorded. You know, we're doing oh, Tenet-style quips here. Yeah. Mm. Now we're. You talking. will have yeah. always been going to have listened to this episode. It's forty percent smarter if you uh, do it all out of an order. But, yeah. uh, that's what I learned from the movie Twenty One Grams. Huh. Oh man, what well, a piece of shit. <laughs> Twenty One Grams of shit in Take a ten that, gram Alex bag. In <laughs> Acclaimed director. <laughs> Folks, that's it for us. Enjoy the episode that you will listen to in the future, uh, which will make reference to this episode or will establish some things that this episode will make reference to. I'm not entirely sure. I wasn't really paying attention. He was the tenant all along. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Back to front, it spells tenant. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Well, that's it for us, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to this free episode. I'm yeah, yeah, I think so. That's how I'm feeling about it right now. Okay. And uh, maybe you'll have heard an ad during this episode for details on how to sign up for the Patreon and get even more episodes. Uh, you'll hear a bonus episode that is linked to this one, psychically. Sign up and you might be saying, I'm loving it. You might be saying, I'm loving it. You'll yeah. be Timberlake and all over the place. Yeah. That's right. <sighs> I read an article about Justin Timberlake the other day, and it was like, Justin Timberlake's finally getting his comeuppance in the Me Too era. Cool. All right. <laughs> and they were, they were talking about like, yeah, apparently when, like, <laughs> when, when he was just going solo, he would hold his fingers up to backup dancers' noses and say, I fingered Britney. Smell my, <laughs> what? my fingers. What? But like, huh? I just, I, I was reading this thing and going like, are we, are we doing drag Justin Timberlake for, for stuff he did in like 2002 oh, when he was fucking Justin 19 Timberlake or finger defender has locked. Let's not close it I, off. Do I have to Let's turn this into a bonus right episode on. again now? <laughs> Why did you wait until <laughs> the last 30 seconds to do switch. this? This Jesus isn't free. Christ. This We're isn't flipping free the discussion. switch back the other way. Oh, my fucking God. Oh my God. I don't know. I found it, it was a Vanity Fair piece. I found it very weird to be like, oh, it turns out a male teenager did something that sucked. I was like, yes. You'd said that, goodbye and everything. That is yeah. life. <laughs> hey. He edit, knows what he's doing. Edit it out, <laughs> baby. Edit it out. That's your job now. Mm. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.